It is Thursday, uh, the 13th of August, 2020. Uh, I don't care who you are. That Cardi B song, Wet Ass Pussy, is catchy as hell. And it's also flat out bonkers fucking hilarious. There's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes in this house. All that. There's no hoes in this house. This is a hoeless house. All that and so much more on episode number 29 of Complaints and Observations. The greatest podcast hosted by someone who knows so precious little about eh, almost everything. A journey into the mediocre mind of an exceptionally average person. This is Complaints and Observations with Dave LaPointe. Who the hell is Dave LaPointe? Seriously, that uh, that is my current favorite song. If you haven't listened to it, you're missing out. It is, it's an absolute fucking gem. Um, it is just, it is so goddamn funny. It's ridiculous. I I think I've listened to it like a dozen times this morning. And uh, honestly, another funny part is that these, uh, you know, whiny conservatives and new age PMRC folks, like all of a sudden that's a a thing again. Like that little bitch Ben Shapiro. Fuck off, little fucking douchebag. Grift City. Good for you. I'm glad you're making money, but uh, fuck yourself. I'm kind of pissed off that I'm like a week late on this. Apparently it came out like last, uh, last Wednesday or last Friday. I can't, I, I don't recall which, but you know, I'm a lame ass 42 year old white guy. So I'm a little slow on the uptake, but I may have to start getting into more Cardi B and Megan the Stallion. I love the, uh, the T H E E in Megan the Stallion. I wonder if Megan the Stallion was taken. I don't know. Again, I, I'm, I'm out of touch. I'm not. That's the thing. I'm not that out of touch. I, you know, for a uh, for a guy in his forties, I don't think I'm that out of touch. No, I really don't. I spend a lot of time on Twitter, so I I like to think I understand what's going on. But uh, yeah, got a kick out of that. That that song is fucking phenomenal. And I could listen. I could listen to that eighteen thousand more times today. I could. Uh, anyways, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Not much. Not much. Um, you know, usually before these shows, I will spend a little time on the uh, the various you know news sites around the interwebs and. Try to get an idea of what's going on, but it is so fucking hard. Like, you can't find just news anymore. Everybody's got a fucking slant. You know, CNN's got a slant. Fox News has a slant, which is, you know, borderline 
lying. But again, Fox News Entertainment, what they call themselves. So, you know, they can do what they want. Good for you. Um, the BBC, uh, you know, also has a slant and a lot of it is, you know, English and it doesn't really pertain to me. However, they, I, I was on the BBC uh, website this morning and there's a story here that says, uh, U.S. calls for shower rules to be eased after Trump hair complaints. <sighs> really? This fucking... <laughs> As if he... like, uh, I can't. I just can't. We're a uh, politically agnostic podcast. Remember that. But this fucking guy talking about shower heads in his hair, honestly, fuck out of here, man. Come on. Come on. Two and a half gallons a minute apparently is not enough. He needs more. Ugh. I can't. Uh, anyway. What else? What else has gone on? My hip hurts. It's hurt for the last couple of days. Let's go back to talking about being a fucking fat 42-year-old douchebag. Uh, I'm going to cry about my hip. <laughs> it fucking kills. Couldn't sleep last night. It hurt so fucking bad. Couldn't sleep on my fucking right side uh, because my hip hurt so bad. Gross. That's, you know, par for the course with this guy. But what else? What else can we talk about? I had mentioned last show that I was going to post a blog about college football, but so much shit has happened over the course of the last couple of days that uh, now it seems like it's it's a rather moot point. You know, the the gist of the of the post was going to be, you know, about the NCAA fucking being terrible. Um, how the kids were kind of banding together to, to start like a players association slash union. But that has sort of fallen by the wayside as all of these conferences either, not all, but a lot of them start canceling and it's the power five that are doing some of the canceling and some of them like the big 10, for example, um, for the un- uninitiated, that's like Michigan, Ohio state, Penn state, and then a bunch of crap. Uh, they've canceled their season. Except, you know, you get a lot of you get a lot of coaches around the country that are saying, well, oh, we're still we're here, we're gonna practice, we're gonna play, blah, 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 blah. Um Scott Frost, who's the head coach at Nebraska, he's basically said, you know, because apparently the the president at Nebraska was one of the uh, 14 play, uh, uh, presidents um, voted no to cancel. It's like him and I think Iowa. So two fucking backwater states, flyover states with uh, more cows and people voted to play football in the middle of a pandemic. Okay, well, that's cool. If you want to do that, 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 that's all right. 
essentially trying to go rogue with Nebraska as you know, as if they've been relevant for the last two decades, which they haven't. They've been terrible. Uh, they used to be in the Big Twelve. The Big Twelve, who has announced that they are they're going uh, to play, they're moving forward with their season. But Nebraska used to be in the Big Twelve. Uh, the Big Twelve, which currently has ten teams. Go figure. Nebraska left to go to the Big Ten, which currently has 14. Also, go figure. As if the names, the Big Ten and the Big 12, are so sacred that they can't fucking change the name to reflect the number of actual teams in your fucking conference. Stupid. But you've you've had some folks, some coaches and administrators and whatnot saying that, uh, you know, these kids would be, quote-unquote, safer staying at school. And it honestly kind of makes a tidbit of sense, but it literally, it's only a bit of sense. That way, you know, if, if they stay in school and they're still practicing, you can sort of control that bubble, that environment, because it's not as if college campuses are going to be filled with college students. Most of these places are going to be uh, remote learning. Touchy subject for a lot of folks. I have no skin in the game, so quite frankly, I don't give a shit. That's just me. But um, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. It's one of the things that really fucking fried my asshole was the uh, the head coach at UMass. whose name eludes me at the moment. Hold on. I will find it. His name, Walt Bell. Walt Bell, head coach, UMass football. The University of Massachusetts at Amherst. Zoo Mass. <laughs> yep, UMass. UMass and their 31-85 and 85 record since 2009. Um, had a quote yesterday about canceling the season. He said, quote, You know, my dad passed away in 2008. My biological mom OD'd in 2012. And to be honest with you, this is probably a tougher day than both of those. End quote. I tweeted out earlier on uh, Complaints Pod, at Complaints Pod on Twitter, Either Walt Bell hated his parents, or he is a concrete-brained dullard. I don't know the man, so I can't really jump to conclusions. It sounds to me as if he really didn't give a fuck about his parents. Because if he thinks that him having to cancel-slash-postpone a college football season is worse than his parents dying, yowzer. Doesn't say much for old Walt Bell, which is a fucking terrible name. Walt Bell. You at fucking UMass football. Look, they're trying to build a Division One program. But unless you went to that school, no one around here really gives a fuck. Seriously. Uh, stop trying so hard. Go back to 1AA where you could, you know, do well. You can still attract local talent. You know, because it's not as if there's a lot of fucking, uh, you know, high school, talented high school players going to 
uh, you know, warm weather schools. So the SEC, um, you know, the Pac-10 or Pac-12, whatever the fuck they're called now out in the West Coast, um, you know, down south into, into Texas, like there aren't a ton of kids being recruited out of New England to play for those schools. The kids that are playing football in New England are going to UMass, URI, UConn, Maine, BC, BC. That's where they're going. But look, you know, nobody around here cares about college football. It's a pro area, just the way it is. College basketball, a little bit more. A little bit more, just because they've had some success around here in college basketball. So, okay, I get that. Matt Ryan took uh, BC to number two in the country, and we barely cared. They got to number two, and then they got fucking waxed the first game that they were number two. I want to say they lost to Notre Dame. I can't recall specifically, but they got fucking waxed. So, you know, enough. Walt Bell of UMass. And look, it's unfair. I should do, I should have done a little bit more digging into Walt Bell's past to find out about his parents. But, you know, I mean, let's, let's, let's slow down on the, the, um, you know, this is the worst day of my life thing. I don't get it. And I don't pretend to get it, so uh, there you go. Walt Bell, UMass football. That was very mature of me. Very mature. What else? So there were, you know, I had a handful of things that I wanted to talk about today, but nothing really, um, I don't know, important, funny good i guess started watching hard knocks last night on hbo uh fucking sean mcveigh uh, the coach of the rams for the uninitiated what a fucking annoying guy god football 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 like i guess you have to be that way when you're a football coach but jesus fucking christ shut up we all know you love football if you didn't you wouldn't be there idiot and he sound, you know what he is? He's an unfunny John Gruden. That's Sean McVay in a nutshell. Works for a team that fucking gave Jared Goff, who's not a good quarterback, weighs so much fucking money that he's fucked his team for the next five years. Dumb. Anyway. Couple things I wanted to talk about. Not a couple things, a couple people. Mainly because it's my show, and this is the kind of shit that I like to talk about. There aren't too many things that I uh, thoroughly enjoy on, you know, like uh, on television. I've talked about television before and how eh, I don't really give a shit. And I think I mentioned during that little bit that I, I watch Guy Fieri an awful lot. I like the guy. Let's talk about Guy Fieri. A lot of people give this guy a ton of shit, a ton of flack, because he's got stupid hair. And look, I'll be the first to admit it. I can't believe he still has it, because you would think he would have fried it off by now from all the bleach or peroxide or hair dye or whatever it is. 
I mean, I I dyed my hair blonde when I was 20 or 21. Uh, and it was terrible. It was an awful look. Um, but look, Guy Fieri, aside from being, you know, a chef and, and entertaining, he is, he could, he, honestly, <laughs> it's funny. I've talked about The Rock the other day and his, uh, you know, just a general overall good dude. Guy Fieri might be an even better dude than The Rock. And that's tough. That's fucking tough to do. But he could be. He has done, he's featured over 1,300 restaurants on Triple D. Diners, drive-ins, and dives. And if you've paid attention, you know that the amount of attention that these places get from being on the show is by far the most amongst similar shows. I don't really think there's any similar shows now. Well, no, there probably are. They're all ripoffs of Triple D. You know, like uh, Phantom Gourmet, for example. Very similar. Also has a problem. My guess is that they have a very... Um, the restaurant owners, in some cases, would have a similar reaction where you're on the show, all of a sudden there's an uptick. However, probably not as douchey as the Andalin Brothers. Thirteen Over 1,300 restaurants in, I think it's uh, 13 years, something like that. And he's had a hand in helping out all of these people, small businesses, you know, the mom and pop joints, small town America, very wholesome. Recently, with the National Restaurant Foundation, uh, started a relief fund that has raised over $25 million, granted to over uh, 43,000 people in increments of $500 uh, to sort of help out the the folks at work in restaurants because of the pandemic and all the bullshit that's gone on with that. Not, not a ton of money, but honestly, it was organized by one guy. This was him. He fucking got the ball rolling, and now they're up over $25 bucks donated from individual donors, corporations, it's incredible. He's a champion of the LGBT community. Once officiated a massive wedding for 101 gay and lesbian couples. Reverend Fieri. He and I are brothers in arms. Father Guy. Uh, he organized and prepared... And served meals for firefighters and first responders during the California wildfires over the course of the last few years. Also did the same for frontline workers during the uh, the COVID crisis here. Now, one thing I did not know until I started you know, doing a little bit more research here is that uh, for every episode of Triple D, he makes sure that a Make-A-Wish kid is in attendance. 368 shows, so he's granted 368 wishes just from doing that, going city to city and bringing a, a Make-A-Wish kid to uh, to the filming of the show. 
unbelievable. I had no idea. I did know that he's worked uh, with Best Buddies for a very long time. Uh, on par with uh, with Tom Brady, I would imagine. And I would even imagine that, that Guy Fieri is a bigger celebrity than Tom Brady, hands down. More normal people, quote-unquote, would probably know him than Tom Brady. A lot of people probably heard of Tom Brady, but how many people know Tom Brady. A lot of people. More people know Guy Fieri. Guaranteed. And look, at this point, you should know all these things, but I've been a fan of his for a long time. Could never understood the hate and ridicule that was directed his way. Just because he, uh, his, his fashion sense was terrible and his hair was awful. But I love the guy, and everybody else should too. And it's my fucking show, so I'll talk about whatever I want. And now I'm hungry. You know who else we could talk about? Uh, Rick Steves. I don't think my wife gets it. Why I like this guy so much. But I love fucking Rick Steves. She likes the show. His uh, Rick Steves Europe on PBS. She enjoys the show. At least, at least she pretends to. But the guy's an absolute gem. Uh, he comes across like such a dad. And like such a... Uh, I don't know, almost like a pastor. Apparently, I don't know if he is or not, but he's uh, he's big. In, I think it's Lutheran Church. Go pray to Luther. But uh, you know, he's he takes people to places that they wouldn't uh, normally get to see. He's brilliant because he you know he sort of does that to scout for his uh, European travel and tour company. That is wildly successful and horrifically expensive. It is unbelievably expensive. But he's uh, another uh, incredibly philanthropic guy. uh, Advocating for a number of different charities. Giving money all over the place. Public TV. Bread for the World. The National MS Society. And apparently uh, a few years ago he donated a $4 million property in the Seattle area to the uh, YWCA to house uh, at-risk and homeless families. Four million bucks. Apparently he bought it as an investment property back in the in the 90s, um, had it, and then donated it. It's awesome. He is also a huge weed guy. Massive weed guy. Now, apparently... Not a big-time smoker, but he advocates for uh, the legalization of marijuana, the legalization of hemp, the production of hemp. Uh, big-time supporter, donator to uh, Normal, which is the, the, the group that advocates for, for the same. And he's also donated a lot of money to the Seattle Hemp Fest. Good stuff. Big weed guy. And rightfully so. Weed. The way the country fucking handles marijuana, cannabis in general, is is um, ludicrous. It's probably the best word for it. Absolutely ludicrous. We got people sitting in jail for selling weed. Give me a fucking break. 
I could go on a, on a tangent here. I want to save weed for another show. You know, I'd like to do like a, an entire weed episode. Talk to, uh, you know, lifelong smokers, growers, um, business, business folk. This is, this is a tie into, to my buddy, Evan, who, who is a, um, he's in, in the weed business, but, um, as a side gig, but it's fascinating as fuck. Like that industry as a whole is fascinating. So that, that'll, that'll be on right after the Dawson's Creek episode, the weed episode. Anywho, um, yeah, check out this terrible commercial. All right, so it is uh, time for the newest weekly segment here on Complaints and Observations. It is the Jackie Paidley Jr. Lock of the Week. All right, it is Jackie Paidley Jr. calling in with my UFC Lock Palais for Saturday, August 15th on ESPN+. Plus. Okay, we have, I'm going to butcher these names. You're going to do a three-team parlay. Stipe Myochich, he's minus 105. Vince Pichel, minus 130. And Felice Herrig, plus 215. $10 on that gets you 98.81. I hit a six-fight parlay last Saturday for $10, 109. And... Felice Herrig's also my dog of the night at plus 215, and not too bad looking for a female fighter. All right, that's it. I'm out. Honestly, there's so much to dissect there. So much to dissect there. The best part is that going back and forth for Jack on this uh, today, um, he, uh, he claims to be the... Uh, you know, the UFC expert is he self proclaimed UFC expert? Uh, but it's Stipe Miocic. <laughs> so awesome! That's just it's fucking phenomenal. Stipe, anyways, UFC 252 this Saturday night, Stipe. Miocic, Daniel Cormier, three. Uh, no other sort of uh, uh, heavyweight. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if there's any other heavyweight trilogies in UFC. I don't know. I have to do a little digging. But this is the third fight. Or fight. Not fright. Fight. Fuck, you're a dummy. Third fight. Hence trilogy, right? Um, but you know, I ask him, look, lock of the week, he gives me fucking parlays. I hope he wins. But uh, you know, ain't happening. <laughs> like just there's just no fucking way. Uh it, it's that's not to say that I I don't like the bets. I think Cormier wins. 
But honestly, it's a fucking coin toss, this fight. Um, he has um, uh, Jim Miller losing, which I'm not the biggest fan of, only because I love when these old guys fight. And I say old guys, Jim Miller's 36. He's younger than me. But in you know UFC, that's he's an old guy. Yeah, he's almost 40. Jim Miller, big fan. Good fighter. Uh, Junior Dos Santos is also on the card. Uh, another old guy. Um, we've already had one bout uh, postponed because of the Rona. So a light heavyweight bout uh, between a Russian fella, um, Magomed Ankaleev, taking on Ion. I can't, like, this dude's last name, Cute Leba, but I don't think that's how it's pronounced. Anyways, Ion caught the fucking Rona, so he's out. So that fight, Dunzo. There are some good fights on this card. You know, the problem with, with MMA is that these guys come from all over the planet. And holy shit, their, their names are so bad. So I can't. You know, I can't fault Jack for messing up the names. Stipe is from Cleveland. So he's not foreign. He's got a weird name. So I think, think he's uh, Croatian. But, I mean, you, you shouldn't call yourself a UFC expert if you can't fucking pronounce Stipe Miocic. Come on now. Two-time heavyweight champ. Stipe Miocic. Um, but there are some good fights. Herbert Burns, who's down uh, further on the undercard. A Brazilian kid, fantastic fighter. Um, there's a couple of women's fights in here. Uh, as you heard, Jack likes uh, Felice Herrig. Um, said she was an attractive young lady. It's not what he said, but we are a family program. So I had to edit out what he actually said. So fucking uncouth, Jackie. Can't have that shit on my program. Won't have it. He likes uh, he likes uh, Felice Herrig. So, plus two fifteen, good value. Especially, you know, she's the ranked fifteenth uh, ranked strawweight, and her opponent is unranked. But um, you know, looks like a bit of a mismatch where uh, her opponent is fifteen and one, Felice is fourteen and eight. No real physical advantage between the two. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. There are literally no statistics for the woman that, that she's fighting, which, uh, yay, that doesn't uh, bode well. So it'll be it'll be very interesting to see how this plays out. I might fade Jackie Padlet. Fuck. God damn it, I've been talking for a fucking 40 minutes. You'd think I could figure this out by now. Fuck. I'm going to fucking fade Jackie Padley Jr. And I might do a parlay of literally all the opposite of uh, of his picks here. He likes, he has, so he's got a, a three, three-team parlay. Uh, Stipe, uh, Pichelle, who's fighting uh, Jim Miller. And uh, Felice Herrig. So I think I'm going to go uh, Daniel Cormier, Jim Miller, and uh, uh, Jander Roba. 
who is uh, the opponent for Miss Herrig. We'll see how this plays out. The lock of the week so far is 0-1. 0-1. I have a sneaking suspicion it's going to be 0-2 by the time Monday rolls around. But, uh, yeah. Good stuff. I hit on the uh, Champions League game yesterday, uh, the, the PSG game. I took PSG to win, even money. I also took uh, the over. So that was good. Was good payout there. Today, another Champions League matchup. Atletico Madrid and uh, uh, Leipzig out of uh, the Bundesliga. I like uh, Madrid at plus 120 to win. And then I like the under. It's under two. So my hope is that Madrid wins uh, 1-0. We'll see. I'm not going to call that a lock. It's not really a lock. I don't do locks. I do guesses. (laughs) I do uh, horribly uneducated guesses. That's what I do. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But um, fun weekend up ahead. Hopefully, uh, you know. Have some. Jeez, I I just need to fucking end this, huh? Man. Short show. Short show this week because I can't fucking talk, apparently. This weekend is the birthday celebration for my friend Stephanie, who is my buddy Jeff's wife. So, a, a shout out. Happy birthday, Steph. Uh, doing stuff with the friends, going uh, to dinner, probably some other stuff. We'll see. We'll see how that plays out. But it'll be a good time. It always is. Spending time with friends is always fun. I really enjoy it. Um, playing golf tomorrow? I played golf uh, Monday. No, Tuesday. Holy fuck. God, did I play bad. I shot a 104. Like, I just can't get out of my own fucking way in this fucking sport. It drives me nuts. Like, I know what I need to be doing, and I still can't fucking do it. I just get so petrified. Every I am just so in my head. As with everything else in my life, I am so fucking deep inside my own fucking head. Oh, it's just brutal. Playing again tomorrow. That'll be four rounds in a week, which for me is quite a bit. So I am... Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. It, it, and I'm trying not to tell myself that it's a massive waste of money. Even though in the grand scheme of things, it's a massive waste of money. Considering I'm, I'm unemployed. Uh, but holy fuck. I just... I, I, I like it. I like playing. But I really, I really shouldn't play. Because I'm terrible. I should take all the money that I've spent on actual rounds of golf. And just 
and get lessons and go to the driving range. That's how I should be doing it. But that's not as fun. That's not as fun. The actual playing golf, playing around with your friends is fun. I like the clothes. I'm a big golf clothes guy. Like if I had a job and and, and too much money, I'd be blowing it on fucking clothes. So it's kind of good that I don't. I just bought a couple of shirts and a hat. Great price. So how could I not? Right? Right? Ugh. Fucking stupid. I made it through the second. I told you this the other day. I made it through the second round of interviews with the company and I still haven't heard anything back from them. So getting nervous. Mainly because, one, I know I could do this job and I could do it well. And uh, and two, uh, I, I really want to go back to work. <laughs> like, I'm fucking... This not working thing is not good. Don't like it. So, we'll see. But, listen. Have yourselves a tremendous weekend. Um... I hope you enjoyed my program today. Do yourselves a favor. Uh, go listen to Cardi B's Wet Ass Pussy because it is a great fucking song. I'm, I'm planning on uh, listening to this shit constantly. It, honestly. It's just it's the fucking catchiest shit ever. so fucking funny oh my goodness um but yeah enjoy your weekend please tell your friends about the show please if you want a sticker let me know still have them still have them i'll send you some you can you can stick it on your uh laptop you can give it to your kids to put on their book covers for when they go back to school if they go back to school, do they still have books? I don't know. Uh, you can throw it up on a stop sign so that when someone gets real close to the stop sign, they can squint and might see what it says. Uh, or you can give them to your friends. Don't know. But listen, uh, enjoy your weekend. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Oh, I, I missed the whole fucking like marketing part. Ah. <sighs> I'm not cut out for this. Uh, I changed the Instagram handle. It is no longer complaints and observations pod. It is strictly complaints pod. Complaints pod on Instagram. I currently have 69 followers. Nice. Complaints pod on Twitter. I think I have about fucking five followers. About the number of fucking listeners I have. Uh, there is a Facebook page, but fuck Facebook. There is a YouTube page. I don't know if I want to actually record myself doing the show. I think once, hopefully, I get some guests, uh, then we'll do that. But we'll see. Um, complaints and uh, show mail at complaintsandobservations.com. There is the website, complaintsandobservations.com. I might put up a blog tomorrow that won't have anything to do with college football. They say this every week, but who the fuck knows? Um, but that's it. Okay, now 
Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. There's some hoes in the house. There are some hoes in this house. Godspeed. Ta-ta. Nope. Hold on. Wait. Now. Ta-ta. <laughs>